Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. Me, John. Me in charge of show. Oh, because, well, yeah, that's probably I true. Just, I just for a second thought, I could do this the whole episode and then realize that would get old fast. <laughs> you would um, have no voice going, whatsoever come tomorrow. We're dealing with Dinobots this week, kids. Yeah, it's episode uh, This episode 21. next, all week. It's Season Dinobot two. week here on Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Uh, <laughs> but last week... Um, we finished with the uh, Megatron's master plan, which was kind of a stupid yep. plan, but it was like all the of his plans, it didn't work. Time until uh, they went with it. The citizens of Central City bought into basically like an insane QAnon conspiracy theory, and they kind of <laughs> got what they deserved. And then the Autobots returned from banishment and saved the day. <laughs> this week, we are opening up with another throwaway character, Paul. It's Professor Green. Yay! Who <laughs> committed the murder in the study yeah. with the candlestick. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. I knew it was him. Didn't you know they call him Reverend Green in Europe? Did you ever see the Clue movie? No. Talk about an 80s. You've never seen the Clue movie, no. Paul? Oh, dude. It's an 80s classic. You have to watch that movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, Professor Green's got a remote-controlled jet fighter, pretty much. And Soundwave is spying on them, and it's dumb. He's in the back of Ironhide. He's like sitting there right on the tailgate. Next <laughs> to Blaster. Yeah, they're both sitting there. Like, it yeah. is, they're, they're both mono, and together they're stereo. <laughs> anyway, uh, and not only that, but then, um, is it Ravage? Yeah. Jumps out of him, and Blaster transforms. Ravage and Blaster get into a fight in the back of Ironhide. This is a bunch yeah. of stupidness. And Soundwave runs away and finds Megatron. And they look out, and you like just from the angles, it's giant fields. There's no real tree cover. They're all standing out in the open hills. Hide under the cover of this air here. So they all have to be within eyesight of each other. Like I don't know how, but the Autobots don't see them. And we go back to Ironhide and Blaster. There's this fight in them, and Starscream, yeah. or no, not Starscream, uh, Ravage runs away, and they go, oh, there's Decepticons, we have to go warn Optimus. Yeah, and Blaster's like, I just went three rounds with Ravage. Like, what, did they just fight for, like, two minutes, and then they break apart and go to the corners, whatever, and opposite the corners guy of Iron swishes Iron. the water in them. <laughs> yeah, doing his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> all right, ding, all right, come out, touch gloves, and let's go. So as soon as they run up to say, hey, Optimus, it's the Decepticons, yeah. uh, Soundwave flies and blows up the jet, and it causes this big distraction, and the Autobots are going to go investigate the wreckage. <laughs> And while they do, the Decepticons attack the lab. Yeah, like and and Soundwave gets out the old stethoscope on the wall bit again. But this time, there's like three of them come out of his hand, and like he says, there's so many meters thick of whatever type of metal it is. Megatron's like move and just blows the thing open. Yeah, yeah, it was like six feet of some. Yeah, yeah. And they they're there to get the plans for this jet. And uh, the Autobots arrive, and they do... It's kind of a neat fight. Like, they really use their abilities here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, like, to show off what what they can all do, right? Like, Mirage does his invisible thing again. We've seen that before. But, like, Jazz does his sound and light show, but all Blaster does is just start dancing to the music. Yeah. <laughs> like, some help you are, you idiot. He's like that guy in the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones that it. all he does is fucking yeah. running, man. Like, Dan- yeah. man, t- get a tambourine or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> come on, snap your fucking fingers. Yeah. I will say this. There's a lot of, like, classic Generation 1 Transformers in this yeah. two-parter here. We get to see a lot of good good uh, appearances and spoken parts from the first season, guys. Hey, we go to a fair, and guess who it is, Paul? Oh? 
It's Carly! Oh, yay, and she's back. She's back. Her and Spike and Bumblebee are riding a fair ride. <laughs> yeah. And there's a little shot here. Like, Bumblebee's like, I don't get it. They're doing, like, yeah. the tilt-a-whirl thing. Why is this a, a thing? So she sh- t- opens his chest and turns off his equilibrium <laughs> sensor or whatever. And he starts he to love it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, this is decades, well, not decades, but at least a decade before Tickle Me Elmo. But he's just like, <laughs> like oh, I felt, I thought he was like the Pillsbury Doughboy. I just thought it would be funny if, like, the, it, it got stuck that way and he just kept laughing like the, rest the whole of the episode. episode. The reason it's important that Carly, the reason it's important Carly opens up uh, Bumblebee is so. She's going to be able to work on a lot of Transformers throughout this two-parter. We're bringing her in, or they're bringing her in, it feels like, to because they need a technical expert, and for whatever reason, they don't want Chip, likely because she has to run around a lot later. Yeah. So they, after this fair, the three of them go to the airport to pick up Sparky. He was away somewhere. He's home from his week at Detox or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to see him in different clothes. Like, he's actually wearing a a nice blue suit and tie and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finally got those work boots off. While they're at, it'd be funny if that's what he traveled in, the construction hat, too. While they're at the airport, uh, Spike and Bumblebee see a bunch of military jets going into a hangar, and they investigate, and it's the Decepticons. Of course. So they call back for help, and after a couple back and forth, the Dinobots are sent to them. And we get this kind of, this thing that we've dealt with before where the Dinobots go, we don't know if we want help. Yeah. And Wheeljack says something about fixing their personality circuits. (laughs) Yeah. Again, mentioned, like, kind of setting up the premise that there might be something wrong here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so the Dinobots attack the Decepticons and just, I mean, flatten them. They're in dinosaur mode, so they just yeah. flatten them. <laughs> and it's its almost kind of sad. Like, the, the Decepticons actually have a rally, and they try to come back again and just get destroyed. So Spike goes, yay, Dinobots! And <laughs> yeah. they transform to go, they'll transform so and they're strong. all cheering, and yeah, we're the greatest. And then Megatron and Skywarp, just the two of them, Blow up three planes, which completely takes out the Dinobots. Like, boom, they're dead. Wow. Commercial that break. That quickly. And, when we, yeah, <laughs> when we come back from the commercial, the Decepticons, like, standing victorious over the Dinobots, go, ha-ha, fuck you, fly away. Yeah, all of a sudden they're fine, and away they go. And Hoist, Red Alert, and Inferno arrive. They yeah. get the Autobots, or the Dinobots out of the wreckage. And there's a bit of a funny shot where they, they <laughs> loaded them up into the remains of, like, a jumbo <laughs> yeah. jet with it's the roof torn off. the roof off. Just dump them in, like, no, the back of a pickup cat. Like, it's like a car yeah. he picked up. It was great. I'm sure we'll get this thing all the way back <laughs> to the middle of the desert. So we go back to the Ark, and they're trying to repair the Dinobots, and they're all complaining about, like, how the tools on Earth and yeah. the gear on Earth isn't as good as Cybertron. And there's a line Mirage has where he's but, like... I thought this is this is bang on Mirage's character. Totally he doesn't Mirage. even turn. He's just looking at the thing like everything was better on Cybertron. Like, it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, dude's exactly. not happy. It was. I wish they had have used that more, but they don't really. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of just the same concept with him. So we go to a cutaway with the Autobots repairing the airport <laughs> yeah. hangar, and Grapple fucks <laughs> it up. Ridiculous way possible. They, oh, it was so They dumb. just load up all these bricks <laughs> into Power Glide, old Power Glide, and he's just <laughs> flying around, and he's just strafing back and forth, laying down bricks on top of mortars that Iron Eye laid down, and he just lays them perfectly... Uh, <laughs> like he builds a wall just by flying back and forth, dropping bricks. It's like, He's carpet bombing the mortar with bricks, and yeah. they all land perfectly. It's, it's like, foolish. damn it, Jim, I'm an airplane, not a brick. Oh, wait. No, no, I guess Look at I that. am. I am. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so just Grapple goes to put the roof on. He screws it all up, yeah. and Optimus says, hey, don't worry, mistakes happen. And Grapple's <laughs> like, not for me, they don't. Yeah. And then we go to the Decepticons who... Everything, while well, they're flying, everything goes to shit. Yeah, I think Ravage just, or somebody falls out of... Um, Ravage falls out of Soundwave's chest, and then Megatron's like, what the hell just happened there? And then all of them just fall right out of the sky. Like, they, yeah. they can't fly anymore. Something happened to them. Megatron's like, oh, I'm going to figure out what the hell it is. Yeah, his, his voice thing starts to go, and then Starscream tries to take off and fly, and he him. just falls down. Yeah, Rumble starts He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what I'm doing. So Megatron just, like, backhands him away. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed, Rumble's like, this is my chance. This is my chance. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, fucking get him right in the nuts. It. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like when somebody you really don't like has a fly in the back of their head. You know, like, yeah. Whack! So we go back to the... Um, <laughs> I think the Ark. Oh, yeah, and the uh, the Dinobots are fully yeah, repaired. Yeah, they're fine. They're all standing So around. Optimus says, hey, I want you guys to go investigate the Decepticons, and they're like, no. Yeah, Grimlock we're, has we had it. Yeah. But that was it. And they just transform and walk away. Like, bye. What are you going to do about See it? See ya. <laughs> we won't write because you didn't progress to <laughs> program us to read. be able to read, yeah. asshole. <laughs> so um, the Decepticons... They go to a power plant and refuel. Megatron assumes they had, quote, bad energon. Yeah. So the Autobots arrive, and Jazz, for a second, has problems transforming. So yeah. I forget who it was. Somebody, like, bonks <laughs> him on the head. He just kicks him in the tires. Yeah. And Jazz is like, oh, thanks, man, uh, I think. <laughs> and then Megatron starts to slur his words, kind of like he's having a stroke. Yeah. And this is another one of those Starscream's like, he can't say the command. I guess I'm the leader now. Yeah. I'm the best in it. excuse it all. Like, oh. he can't tie his shoes. I'm the leader. It's yeah. like, he fought it without excusing himself. Starscream strikes Asshole. me as the kind of guy that would say excuse me if he farts when he's home by himself. Just to, <laughs> yeah. So probably would be a thing. They try to fight, but everybody, literally everybody malfunctions. Their weapons backfire. They can't transform. Yeah. Everything goes wrong. Like, Mirage at one point, like, Ravage so knocks up. And then he just, somebody just bullseyes him. <laughs> How did he see me? <laughs> Ravage at one point knocks Optimus in the ground and then just turns into the cassette and lays there. Yeah. Optimus picks him up. Um, and Megatron manages to trap Optimus under a fallen structure, a power line or something, and transforms in the gun and goes for a point blank shot yeah. and commercial bruises. I never miss at this range. And then immediately he misses at he that misses. range. <laughs> and it's it's not Megatron, it's Starscream. Like his hand, his oh, wrist yeah, just suppose, flies yeah. off the handle. <laughs> so the Decepticons retreat, they don't know what to do, and nobody knows what to do. So we go back to the arc and Sparky <laughs> now is working on the Transformers. He's yeah. trying to fix Wheeljack. Jazz is sitting there and his legs are still in car mode, but his upper half is robot. Like he's he's halfway there. Later on, we see Power Glide like holding his own head. <laughs> yeah, what? but he can still talk. Because I know cause we we've seen you guys blown apart before, and it doesn't work out well. Anyway, yeah. Perceptor is conveniently trapped yeah, in luckily, his microscope says, form, yeah. and he uh, finds out that apparently there's a thing in them called Cybertonium <laughs> that's deteriorating because it only lasts for four million thirty six <laughs> yeah, years. It's, a, it's got a half life of a. Uh, Two million years, so yeah, they're, they're running dangerously low. So, and the only place they can get more... Hey, guess where it is, Paul? Yeah. Oh, oh I don't know. Ohio. No, it's Cybertron! <laughs> the oh, and the only way they can get there is on the Decepticons space too, bridge. Well, they're all pretty fucked up. They can't get there. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> they, they don't know... 
Oh no, they, it's on Cybertron. And then Spike and Carly run in. They're like, hey, Optimus, we just happened to randomly overhear <laughs> yeah. that uh, S- Shockwave is sending a, a transport of something called Cybertonium. Yeah. Does that mean anything it's, it's to like you? Cybertonium. Is that how you say oh. that, Carly? Cybertonium. What? Tony, with, yeah. with an S? Oh no, with a C. Oh, with a C. oh Cybertonium. that makes sense. I, I get it now. See. See, well, Shut uh, the fuck up. You knew that was going on. <laughs> Carly has a moment here where she realizes, hey, wait a minute, the Cyber. The Dinobots were built on Earth, which means they don't yeah. have Cybertonian in them, so they should work fine. But you're a little late. They uh, already booked. <laughs> it's like, all right. They're gone. So Sparky uh, tracks down where they are, and he use, he drives Carly's car. Yeah, yeah Spike I love Carly in the back. This. She's like, here, you drive, Mr. Whitby. He throws the keys. He's like, oh, geez, I've been riding with the Autobots so long. I hope I remember how. But I thought, wouldn't it be funny? <laughs> like, you know, we're always going on about how he's a raging alcoholic. I feel like a title card just came up like two minutes later. It just shows him like pulled over by the cops. And he's like being arrested for DUI. <laughs> Spikes in the back. Pinned down in the hood yelling at the police. Carly's like, I don't believe this. You gotta let me go, officer. I'm trying to find giant metal dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. You're intoxicated, sir. Um, they do find the Dinobots, and <sighs> there's a lot of back and forth. They plead the case. You have to help us. And... In the end, Grimlock declares, me, Grimlock leader, me decide we help. Yeah, because he wants to see Cybertron, but like swoops yeah. like, no, I want to hear brilliant part or something. Like he's, <laughs> he literally swoops down, grabs the car in his talons, and pulls it away before Grimlock can flatten them. It yeah, like, it's, it's classic insane Dinobot behavior. Yeah. Which works always works well when they have a fight with Devastator, which is about to happen because they go to the yeah. space bridge and the Constructicons are there, which makes sense because they were built they on were Earth. They were built on Earth too, so they're just they're just fine, yeah. So he's just standing there and but uh well he's not standing there. Like they're all kinda hanging around fiddling with the Cybertonium, packing it yeah. up to whatever. And but then they realize, oh here's the Dinobots. All right, boys, do, let's do the thing, right? And so they form Devastator, but Scavenger doesn't join them. So Devastator doesn't have a right arm. Like <laughs> it's just And the Dinobots get through and they get on the spy uh the sky bridge, the space bridge, and uh go to Cybertron. Yeah, and for, who's waiting for them? But oh, Shockwave. Shockwave, who has two hands for a very brief shot, it shows him put up both hands for a second. <laughs> he gets his ass kicked pretty quick. Oh yeah, but we cut a, we cut away to Sparky saying, "Hey, uh, Grimlock, come on back to Cybertron." And Grimlock's like, "No, nope, we like it here." Yeah, it's Bye. like I, I have and no idea where the Dinobots are, but he manages to somehow contact Grimlock on another planet. Like, what? <laughs> that was pretty lucky. Okay, can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. So Spike and Sparky and Carly decide it's we're gonna have to go to Cybertron. Uh, Sparky is gonna. He's oh, he's gonna stay behind. Carly actually does some pretty insanely impossible but good driving here. Yeah. They wheel and she spins around Devastator and gets past him. Jumps off his foot. Yeah, like ramps off his foot into the space bridge. And they arrive in Cybertron, and Shockwave is ready for these ones. Yep. So he turns to the door, and before the door can open, he fires, and it all explodes. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go way back to the first of this episode for this one, because this is something that they touch on it every once in a while, and I find it kind of annoying. But what I want to know is, like, how does Soundwave manage to get into the back of Ironhide beside Blaster and remain completely undetected until he ejects Ravage? Like, I mean, Ironhide isn't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but he's been shown in the past to be able to detect when Decepticon activity is nearby, right? So at the very least, wouldn't Blaster notice Soundwave sitting right there when he transformed to get into the back of Ironhide or 
the other way around, like shouldn't blast you like, hey, that sound wave coming up here, transforming and sitting down beside me. How you doing, man? Puff, puff, pass. Anyway, it's a, it's a little conspicuous too, right? It's a blue tape recorder with a giant Decepticon logo on it on the inside of a red van. Or if we go back to the last two part, right? Like, how did Laserbeak get onto Mr. Burger's desk undetected? <laughs> Well, there's the end of the first half of another two-parter. We're going to wrap up this week. That was a uh, Desertion of the Dinobots part one. Part the first, yes. So uh, if you want to desert... No, I'm not even going to try. So if you <laughs> want to find us on Twitter, you can uh, find me at John Sobey. You can find Paul at pmcpherson1. Yeah, you can uh, write and review us in your podcast app and... Uh, Tell everybody about us. Tell everybody Tell you know. Tell every single person. Stop people on the street. Yep. Go to jail for <laughs> harassment. Our name. Because that will become a news story that'll get a few hits on Reddit, and then we'll become famous, maybe. Yeah. That's as far as I thought ahead, Paul. Uh, well, I guess we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, man.